establishing right view. And uh, when we use the word right, it's for the translation for the Pali word samma, yeah, a more accurate, helpful translation is attuned. So that that view which is in tune with reality, in tune with Dhamma. That way of seeing that is completely undistorted, unbiased, in accordance with reality. Establishing that quality of attuned view, an attuned attitude, which is in accordance with, with reality, with truth, with nature, And we use this, this point of view to establish the skillful attitude towards our body, towards the sitting posture, gathered here together in the temple, or whether we're standing or walking, lying down. And also in the way that we train the mind to focus the process of focusing the attention, developing concentration, steadiness of attention. It's very easy to go into the practice of meditation with a, yeah, I should sit in this way, my posture should be like this, I've got to sit up straight and be like that. I should do this, I shouldn't do that. Both with the posture and with the, the effort of attending to the present moment, focusing the attention. But it's far more helpful, more beneficial to establish that quality of attuned view as the very basis of practice, as the kamatana the basis from which we work. So with respect to the body, establishing that quality of awareness, vijja, knowing, clarifying that, qu that quality of awareness, first of all, and bringing that to the feelings of the body, the presence of this physical form, the sensations of the body sitting here, the feeling of weight, the pull of gravity, the sensation of the cloth on our skin, feelings of comfort or discomfort, aches and pains, coolness, warmth, maybe energies in the body, Establishing that quality of awareness, knowing this perception, this the apprehension of the body as it is. It feels this way. The experience of the presence of the body is like this. So establishing that awareness, this is uh, taking refuge in Buddha, 
a quality of knowing. That knowing being applied to the way things are, to the nature, the quality of the experience of the body. This is the Dhamma, attuning to this experience in its changing nature. The flow of sensations of the, of the body in our skin, in the feelings of weight, warmth and coolness. Here it is. The awake mind knows the way things are. And then the Sangha element is the right action, the attuned action that arises from that. When the awake mind knows the way things are, then the effect of that is right action. Supatipano, Ujupatipano, Nyaya Patipano, Samichi Patipano, Samichi Patipano. That attunement is the cause for, a, for action, for the practice, which is good, which is direct, which is insightful, which is complete, accomplished. So on a practical level, bringing attention to the body and guiding the, uh, the process of bhavana meditation, then rather than coming from the place of I should sit up straight, I need to lean more over to the left than to right, my jaw is too tight, I need to relax my face. All of those I should, I must, I've got to adjust this, I've got to change that, more of this, less of that. It's very easy for us to relate to, say, the posture, how we should, quote-unquote, be sitting, from that set of habits of self-view, ego-centered thinking. Self-centered attitudes. But if instead the basis of practice is that attuned view coming from the basis of vicha, awareness, then bringing attention, bringing awareness to the body, then you find that it adjusts on its own. I like to use the phrase, it's a self-adjusting universe. So if you bring attention into the body and then you notice that your, your spine is a bit slumped you know, or your shoulders are up around your ears, you know, you're uptight, rather than thinking, oh, I should straighten up or, oh, I should relax my shoulders. Notice those habits of thinking, let them go. Just bring the quality of awareness to that area of the area of the body where things are felt to be out of balance, out of attunement. So you, you notice that the spine is a bit slumped, the body drooping. And bringing attention to that, just let the presence of awareness have its own effect without trying to do anything as being the me, the agent, 
just let that awareness have its own effect. And you'll probably find that what happens is that the, the body straightens on its own. There's not a me doing something to get some result, but rather the effect of the awareness is to bring that aspect of our, our field of experience into alignment, attunement. The body straightens in a comfortable, natural way without me, the manager, the director, doing anything. I get out of the way and let the awareness have its effect. I encourage us all to experiment to see how this works, to see that when there is that quality of attuned view, right view, when there is vicha, awakened awareness, brought to bear on the field of experience, that's what brings things into alignment, brings things into a state of balance. The system adjusts itself, and the more complete the quality of awareness is, the more comprehensive the mindfulness and wisdom, then the more fully the system balances itself. The Buddha image is a, a good example of this. It represents a human body sitting upright, alert, totally peaceful. So there's energy in the body, there's alertness, but it's totally relaxed at the same time. You don't see Buddha images where the Buddha looks tense or rigid. There's a, a natural alert composure, a total ease, both there, both present. So as we bring attention to the body, establish the sitting posture, use this, experiment with this, see how that works. In the presence of awareness, how the body straightens. And there's peacefulness, ease, and energy in a balanced, integrated form. It works in the same way with respect to concentration. Once the, the posture is established in a, in a balanced, well-integrated way, and bring attention to the rhythm of the breathing, or whichever meditation object one wishes to use. And once again, rather than coming from the place of, I've got to concentrate on my breath, I'm not going to get distracted today. I'm going to make sure, you know, I want to get, I mustn't allow the mind to go off wandering into streams of proliferation. Notice those, I, mu I must, I should, I can't, I mustn't, I've got to. Those kind of self-based habits are very natural, very familiar. Very familiar. 
They don't have to be what dominates the meditation. Instead, the direction, the motivation can be completely guided by vicha, by awareness, or mindfulness and wisdom. These are, say, they're synonymous terms. They mean the same thing, really. Though the intention for the mind to be established in the present moment, attending to the present reality, then guided by mindfulness and wisdom, rather than the I should, I must, I mustn't. Let the attention be brought to the rhythm of the rhythm of the breathing. Not because I should be concentrating on the breath or I've got to do this, but rather out of the uh, the motivation to be attuned to reality as an inclination, an intention to pay attention to the present. Effort and, and direction can be made completely free of self-view. It's so often the case that it's those self-centered habits of becoming, the desire to become, the desire to get rid of, that dominate the mind in meditation. And notice those. Feel those. Be aware of those habits as they arise. Let them go. And see if you can find a way that effort and direction are guided by mindfulness and wisdom not by self-view. Seeing the unpleasantness of distraction and the pleasantness of being settled, being focused, there's a restraining of the, the unwholesome, the agitating from arising. If the unwholesome or the agitated has arisen, then there's the intention to let it go. If the mind is steady, focused, let that effort be strengthened, established, and seeing the benefit, the pleasantness of the mind being attuned to the present, being focused, then sustain that. Oh, these are the aspects of right effort, attuned effort, samavayamo. So effort is being made, but it's an aspect of the Eightfold Path. It's, it's an embodiment of peace. It leads to peace. Its activity is peaceful. So in this way, we're learning to make effort free of stress, free of striving free of self-view. This is possible. 
Oh, in this way, it's helpful to recognize that these four aspects of right effort, they don't have to be tied up with me and mine. I should, I must, I, I have to. Rather, consciously restraining the unwholesome from arising, sangvara. If the unwholesome has arisen, to let it go. Consciously bringing the wholesome into being, bhavana. And if the wholesome has arisen, if there is that quality of focus and clarity, steadiness, then let it be maintained, anurakana. Feel the difference when there is a, a working with the mind based on on dhamma, based on that attunement to reality. Effort, a lot of effort, great effort can be made, but it's not stressful, tiring, or burdensome. It's peaceful, delightful. Direction can be given. Choice is being made. This is wholesome. This is unwholesome. This is a, a good direction to go. This is not a good direction to go. Again, that directionality, that, rec that recognizing of what is helpful, what is harmful, that doesn't have to be based on I and me and mine. It's just based on the nature of reality, seeing how nature works. As this uh, retreat period gets underway, these are very, very important principles to get familiar with, to recognize the habits of practicing based on self view, practicing Dhamma based on what I should, what I shouldn't, on the desire to become, the desire to get rid of. Notice those habits, see the stressful, painful nature of them. Let them go. And then in those times where effort is made based on, on Dhamma, guided by by Vija, by awakened awareness, notice how that is. Be aware of the effects, how effort can be made, direction can be given, free of shoulds and shouldn'ts, free of I and me and mine, and how much more peaceful, spacious, easeful that process is. So we can work hard at the practice, but what's more important is that we're working well, working in accordance with Dhamma. This is Dhamma Nu Dhamma Patipada, practicing Dhamma in accordance with Dhamma. And that's what leads to genuine peace, genuine freedom. <laughs>